Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. It's a beautiful day in our neighborhood. I hope it's a beautiful day in yours too. Don't worry, I'm not gonna sing the song and put on a sweater and switch shoes and whatever else he did. But it is a beautiful day here and I hope it's a beautiful day inside and outside there. We have an interesting question. Uh, has come in in different forms. By the way, those of you, those of you that have written in asking about Messianic Jews and Christians who seem to be wanting to be more like Jews in their worship and such, those questions are separate from today. So don't think that I've misunderstood your question. This question specifically said, why are we supposed to keep the 10 commandments but not the other 600? If you didn't know that, um, there are about 611. Some people count them in a different way, but 611 is, is a common number given for the amount of commands in the Old Testament about worship, life, food, eating, dress. There are a lot of rules. The Ten Commandments, uh, I can remember being taught when I was a boy that they were rather like the, uh, the Constitution and then the rest were like the Bill of Rights. And friends, no, 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 don't, just don't, don't try to force anything from the culture and time of the Old Testament into political structures of today. I know we, we want to find a way to explain it, but that does great damage to it, frankly. By the way, I want to give a shout out here to Bobby Valentine. If you do not follow Bobby on Facebook, uh, please do. Now, Bobby knows more about the Old Testament and its relationship to our faith than anybody else I know. And that's not hyperbole, that's fact. Sometimes Bobby can lose me on a couple of things, but I always learn something when I read his, his post. And they are long form posts, which means they're not Facebook posts like, hey, I had fish for lunch. Instead, it might take you five minutes or 10 minutes to read. Now for most people, that is, that's fatal. But Bobby's scholarship is worth the work. It's kind of like Mike Rowe you know, from Dirty Jobs, one of the most fascinating individuals that you'll ever come across. He's, he writes long form posts or does long form videos. And he often talks about how many people just will even type TLDR, too long, didn't read. And he's going, well, why did you tell me? You know, that seems just outing yourself in your ignorance. Anyway, if you wanna know about the relationship between Christianity and the Old Testament and Judaism and how they are not two separate goes of God, you know, he tried one, now he's trying the other, but how they, are, they work together, give him a try. He also posts on a site on Facebook that's restoration something, but you can find him, you can find him. And if you have any trouble finding him, email me, patrick at rsafeharbor.com, and I'll give you the contacts, okay? That's it. Why do we keep the 10 commandments and not the other 600? Well, we don't keep the 10 either. We don't. We don't keep them as the way that we the way that we think we do. How's that? I was told that 
we kept the Ten Commandments, but we did not keep um, all of them except the Sabbath day rule. We keep the intent of the commandments. I, can, I have authority to say that, I believe, from Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. Because he repeatedly would start saying, you've heard it said, and then he would quote scripture. And then he'd say, but I say to you. Now, was he throwing away the Old Testament there? Was he just wadding it up and tossing it? I don't think you can say that. Jesus showed a great respect for the law and talked about how the law would not pass away, not, you know, not a jot or a tittle. He, he really seemed to be a fan of the law, but he was a fan of the intent of the law, not the way people were observing the law. For example, um, first of all, as you go through the Ten Commandments, there's, a, um, there's an imperative tense there that doesn't translate well. So in other words, instead of saying, uh, thou shalt not commit adultery or don't commit adultery, really we could translate it as adultery will not happen. It is absolutely not tolerated. Murder is not tolerated. By the way, thou shalt not kill is a terrible translation. Um, it's lotishma. It means don't, do no murder. You will do no murder. It's an imperative. Well, Jesus said they were obeying the murder part, but they were murdering their brothers in their hearts and by their actions. They had no problem destroying a brother's reputation, uh, kicking them out of their fellowship, kicking them out of their synagogue. They had no problem lying about their brother and mistreating their brother. And he said, no, you're not, you're not murdering him, but you're murdering him in your heart when you hate your brother and whenever you hatefully treat your brother. The same with adultery. He said, you know, true, you physically have not, but if your eyes are full of adultery and you're always desiring and lusting after women, you know, um, we were in, let's just say a Spanish speaking country and the Spanish have always been a little bit more free with their appreciation of women than most of us uh, in America think is acceptable. How's that? All right. It is, it is not a blanket condemnation here, so don't get excited. Uh, in fact, we are in a Spanish-speaking country because it's our favorite place on earth. How's that? The people are amazing. But we expected it. My wife and her friend, uh, also female, are walking with me, and some construction guys make whistles and comments from a block away. Now, I wish they wouldn't. I was raised to not do that. They're, you know, express, I guess expressing appreciation. I don't think they're actually thinking, hey, if we tell these people they look pretty, they're gonna run up here and tear their clothes off and we can, no, no. But Jesus is saying, let's not even skirt the line here. Now, this is not some sort of purity culture. Let's all dress in sacks and not look at anybody. He's just trying to pull you back and say, you say that you're holy, but your heart isn't. See, that's the thing. The law was there to show us what sin was, but what it couldn't do was fix our hearts. And so Jesus came to work on that part of us. But what about the other 600 laws? Well, you can't keep them. A lot of them, you can't. I think some of them you could, and you could go back through and decide, I wanna eat kosher, or. Uh, I want to dress in this particular way or I'll, 
And I don't see any sin in that whatsoever. Uh, as long as you don't look upon that as your sign of holiness, understanding our holiness is Christ. Our righteousness is Christ. But if you want to adopt some things here or there, no problem. But you can't go to the temple. You can't sacrifice animals with a Levitical priesthood because the Levitical priesthood is gone. After the diaspora, the spreading of the Jews from Jerusalem, the records about who's a member of what tribe, they're gone. There are traditions, and I think those traditions have some weight behind them, and they, they should be respected, even if you don't believe that they're 100% accurate, you should show respect. Uh, by the way, that's about everything all the time. You know, try to, try to te uh, treat people with some dignity. The fact is, if you wanted to keep the Old Testament law to the letter, you couldn't. People have tried, they've even written a book about it, you know, The Year of Living Biblically is one of them. But even in that, uh, they weren't able to do a lot of the things that the law required. So now that you can't, what can you do? Well, we can look at the Ten Commandments and look at their intent. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Wow, can we keep that one? You'd better. Don't take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Ah, yeah, you can keep that one too. That one you, you could do. What about, you know, do not murder, do not commit adultery, don't want what your neighbor has? I, all of these are good. And all of these should be kept. I mean, they're all part of the Christian life anyway, aren't they? Read the Sermon on the Mount, re, you know, read the Gospels, and you'll see Jesus walked around fulfilling that law with the do's and the don'ts. So what do we do about Sabbath? Well, some things changed. Some things changed. And we did a, um, what was that? It was just a month or so ago about, you know, did Constantine change the worship from Saturday to Sunday? And is this all some big plot? So go back and look at that. We're not going to go over it again. The fact is we do have to rightly divide the word. Uh, there are commands in the Old Testament that were specific for time and a place. Noah, go build this ark. Uh, Joshua, go that direction that aren't for us. And we can look at that and we can say, oh, obviously that, that, was, that was for Noah or that was for Joshua. Okay, got that, it's not for us. Good, good. All right, can you do that with the rest of them? Going through and determining what is an eternal covenant with God that we're going to keep doing while we're here and what was for a situation and a time and a people. And that once that had been fulfilled, that command is no longer on us, although the God who gave it and the intention remains. The intention to be pure, the intention to be faithful, the intention to be generous, the intention to welcome the outsider, the intention to store up so that we can give to those who do not have. All of those we can do. For example, there is no reiteration in the New Testament of any law about how much percentage-wise you should give. So the, the tithe is not there, but giving is there. Instead, it is changed as you have prospered and give cheerfully. See what happened? Instead of an external percentage, Jesus moved it internal, the intent. So that's why. 
All right, this is a short one. But when Paul talks about rightly dividing the word of truth, sometimes translated handling correctly the word of truth, he's talking about things like this and a whole lot more. And we will talk a whole lot more later. Get on for your week now. Have a great one. And if you need us, info at rsafeharbor.com. And if you've got three, four, five or more people in your area that are watching and you'd like for me to come see you, oh, please let me know because I'd love to do that. And that would be patrick at rsafeharbor.com. All right. Cheers. Great week ahead.